Welcome to the Fierce Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Hayley Maxwell, brand clarity and messaging coach, copywriter, ferocious ice cream eater and leopard print lover. If you're ready to harness the incredible brand building power of words so you can become memorable, meaningful and the only real choice for your dream clients, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. my friend and welcome to the Fierce Impact podcast. How are you doing? Can you believe we're nearly at the end of October? I can't believe it. Not even my kids can believe it. Christmas is only two months away. Oh, is it too soon to mention the C word? Probably not. If you're anything like my mother-in-law, you've already got the Christmas shopping done and dusted. But look, I like to look at it in a positive light. There is still two months left in the year and you can still make some fierce and courageous moves in your business in that time. Now, I'm not here to waffle on about Christmas, so let's get on to the topic of today's episode. I'm chatting with Wendy Tibbetts from Zigzag Marketing all about marketing in a genuine and sustainable way. And I wanted to talk about this topic with Wendy because as business owners, we often feel the pressure to do all the things when it comes to marketing. But for most of us, that's simply not a sustainable approach. So many business owners feel like they're throwing spaghetti at the wall when they're marketing, trying to get something or anything to stick. So Wendy and I talk about the importance of taking a strategy first approach and Wendy breaks down exactly what strategy means because it's a word that's thrown around a lot, but I don't think that everyone understands exactly what it is, exactly what it means and what it can do for your business. So I loved this conversation with Wendy and I really hope that you do too. Now, before we jump into the interview, just a quick reminder that my upcoming live workshop, Unearth Your Momentous Message, is next week on Thursday the 3rd of November. If you are struggling to distill your message and you need a little bit of help, then this is the workshop for you. I'll be diving into how to uncover that big idea that you have behind your message. We'll talk about what makes the message momentous. We'll clarify what you want to be known for, how to define your messaging pillars and a lot more and you'll actually start to do some of the work during the workshop and there'll be a time for a Q&A at the end so if you can't attend live you'll also receive the replay and you can also send me a message if you want me to answer it during the call. If you want to find out more jump on over to my website hayleymaxwell.com forward slash messaging workshop. Now on to today's episode. So, as I said just now, my guest today is Wendy Tibbetts, a marketing strategist and coach. Wendy started Zigzag Creative, now called Zigzag Marketing, in 2016 because she wanted to help business owners to market themselves more effectively. 
Wendy has worked in marketing since 2006 and is also an ex-graphic designer, a mum of two, a passionate baker and a travel lover. Zigzag Marketing helps established business owners to make more sales and grow their businesses through one-to-one coaching and through Wendy's membership Results Club. Wendy is passionate about helping business owners to understand the different ways in which you can promote your business because marketing is about more than social media. Hear, hear to that. So without further ado, here is today's interview. Welcome to the Fierce Impact Podcast, Wendy. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thank you very much for having me here. No, thank you for joining me. I'm really excited to get into this conversation. Um, I think that, you know, marketing is such a big topic and, you know, there's so much to it that, and I think particularly around those, some of those mindset issues and things like that when it comes to marketing. So really keen to jump into our conversation today all around, you know, how you can market your business in a more sort of sustainable, aligned way to, to you and your values and that kind of thing. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. But first of all, before we kind of kick off, do you want to just tell us a little bit about um, your business journey, sort of how you got to where you are today? Okay, well, I started my business in 2016. Um, So I was called Zigzag Creative. Um, I just had my second child. She was about two months old when I registered my business. I discovered recently when looking at my records, I can't believe that I had the foresight or the clarity or the energy to do anything like that. (laughs) But um, I knew I didn't want to go back to my corporate gig. I loved um, working, but I just knew that with two children that um, and my husband used to travel quite a lot for work as well it was just going to be too hard so I had Mm. a bucket load of skills that I knew I could sell as services so um, I had always worked as both a graphic designer and a marketer so I, I started off doing all the things I had I was like a mini agency of one offering all these services Um, but as time went on, I needed to, um, niche down. And so I decided to focus simply on marketing because I love marketing, but I also discovered that it was, it was actually a lot easier to, to deliver the marketing services than the graphic design and web design services. Um, and so I, I decided to, to go with what I was enjoying more. Um, and so I have, my business has just evolved from delivering services for clients to doing a lot more one-on-one and group coaching um, because I'm finding a lot of the people that I work with actually want to learn how to do things themselves rather than just um, outsource everything. Um, and even if they are going to outsource something, they look for um, that it's really helpful for them to know a little bit more about the topic so that when they do outsource, they get the right support that they need. So yeah, yeah that's what I do now. Yeah, awesome. And I think you're right when you talk about the fact that kind of your your business has has evolved over time and you've sort of started off, you know, with a whole lot of different services. I think that often happens in business that we it takes us a little while to find our own flow and to find what we enjoy the most. And so it, it is almost that process of as you go through your business kind of year by year, you sort of start to shed the things that, you know, are no longer lighting you up or are no longer serving you in the way that you want to run your business. Yeah. And I think when you first start, 
you're just excited that anyone would want to pay you to do what you do. You're just like, woohoo, okay, (laughs) I made a sale. So um, it's just a natural evolution, I think. I think it's a really common, particularly also that that journey of um, being a mother and deciding that you're wanting a more flexible lifestyle Mm. um, in order to work and parent um, yep. in a way that works works for you I think that's a really common way to start yeah exactly and so what is it about marketing that you love the most it's interesting I did uh, I studied at Otago University and um, I went I, I live in Christchurch I was, grew up in Christchurch and so I went down to Otago to actually do graphic design and I was studying English as well of all things and then I went walked into a marketing 101 class um and it, like the first lecture it was like the light bulbs went off I was like this is what this is what I I find interesting so it's that that how we sell and how we promote what we do and because of mm. I always had a passion for graphics and design I could see how it worked really well together um and so yeah from that very first marketing 101 class I was like oh this is what I find really really interesting the you know, all the different parts of the journey in marketing, because marketing is, marketing's not just about how we sell, it's how we deliver, it's how mm. we um, look after the people that we work with, it's, it's, you know, the complete, it's the holistic approach of a business and how we um, communicate that, and you know, to the world around us, to our audience, so yeah, I just really love um all of it does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely it does I think yeah and you're so right there is so much more to it than than just the marketing activities themselves so those those absolutely I know we're going to dive into that in in a little bit but I think it is also thinking about some of those other things like the way that you're actually delivering your services and the experience that you're giving clients that is also in, in a way, it's its own form of marketing, because if you're giving clients a superior service and a really great experience, then they are going to go out and market your business for you because they will Absolutely. refer you and talk about you and, and that sort of thing. So it's thinking about it, like you say, from that holistic perspective as well. Yes. Yeah, so definitely thinking about that, that customer journey. And making sure that this is something that um, I have a, a, a marketing membership called Results Club, and this is one of the things that we we touch on quite often, is the customer journey is more about the, that first initial growing awareness of who you are and what you do. Often that's what people think about with marketing. I have to get my name out there. Yeah. You know, I have to make sure people know who I, are, who I am and who my business, what my business does and what I sell. That's true, but there's so much more after that that adds value to the customer. And I think mm. there's so much that we can do as business owners throughout that that customer journey that can be of such value to your audience and can make them love what you do and who your business is even more. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't couldn't agree more with that. I think so. Let's let's start off with um, the mindset piece because this is a really big piece when it comes to to marketing your business. And I know that it's it's often one of the biggest challenges that that people have is around putting themselves out there, actually cultivating that mindset and overcoming some of those fears and challenges to get get themselves out there and create that awareness 
what would you say some of those, you know, the biggest mindset blocks are that people have? I think um, particularly with the rise of social media and how much social media plays a part in marketing these days and people thinking I need to show up, I need to show up online. And I would say that in general, yes, you do need to show up online. You do need to put a face behind the brand and your business. Um, And so that is how we create connection. But often that is such a scary thought. You know, Mm. um, people don't necessarily start a business because they're the sort of person that wants to put themselves out there. You know, they start a business because they're good at what they do or they start a business because they're passionate about an industry. And so I, I, I definitely think that showing up online is the thing that people find the most challenging. And mm. I just like to work with my clients and my and my results uh, club members just to do it in a way that feels authentic and right to them. Um, yeah. there, I, I don't believe that we all need to be doing dancing TikToks or um lip syncing reels in order to create connection with our audience there are ways to create connection without doing what what doesn't feel right to you so it's really about being authentic to to who you are as a person and what the values are of your brand as well um and so thinking about how we can do that and on what which platforms are best for your business Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I know that people sort of struggle with is is not just putting themselves out there. It really comes down to the fear or the worry around what other people are going to think of them as well. You know, if I say this, what are people going to think? Or if I do this, what are they going to, to think? Will they stop following me? Will they unsubscribe? All of those things kind of feed into that that fear of, of marketing ourselves as well. Oh, absolutely. And so one of the things I like to talk to people about is, one, people only watch things they're interested in people only pay attention when they're interested okay you'll get the odd few that that may watch things that they're just because they're curious but in general people don't have time to watch content to engage with content that is not of interest to them so you know if if people aren't interested they will scroll on past in the first few seconds and they won't see anyway. So I like to kind of remind people of that, um, that um, when you're putting yourself out there and people are watching, the people that are interested will watch. So the other thing that I think is really important to remember is that um, we actually want to attract people who are interested in what we do. Mm-hmm. And we actually want to um, put off people that don't vibe with yeah. us. So there is always that fear that um, someone uh, won't agree with you or they won't like the way you come across in your emails or they won't, you know what, that is okay. Let them unsubscribe, let them unfollow you because you are far better off having people in your audience that are engaged and interested in what you've got to say than people um, that are in your audience that don't engage or don't open emails because it actually ruins your um, open rates and your, you know, your your um, engagement rates. It actually affects yeah. all the back end algorithm stuff. So wave them off. 
see you later. You know, it is absolutely fine because you want to attract the people that are interested in what you have to say. So when you show up and perhaps have some unpopular opinions or, um, or you know, take a certain stance on something that is relative to, you know, your industry and your business, you will attract the right people. And that is how we start attracting the type of customers that we really want to work with and really want to sell to that is that are easier to sell to um, because they ha- they're aligned in their thinking with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I talk about this a lot. It's around, you know, where we actually want to be actively attracting the right people, but also actively repelling Absolutely. the wrong people for us. So there is no, there is no shame uh, in, in basically sort of saying that, you know, you're not the right person for me. So in being clear in our communication that we're putting out that, you know, this is this is who we are and this is what we stand for. So I think, yeah, it's making sure that we're always constantly thinking, well, how can I attract the right people and how can I repel those who aren't actually a good a good fit? Um, and and celebrating another thing I say is you know celebrate when people unsubscribe and things like that because then then they're obviously not a, a fit for you and that's that's okay you know and that's, absolutely that's totally yeah okay so I think it's it's just being really conscious of that and so and, and and flipping the mindset around it because I think all too often we sort of ah oh, you know what have I done someone's unsubscribed and and actually we can think about it in a different way and that is that's 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 good you know really good for them they've decided that I'm not the right fit that's awesome for them and it's awesome for me as well so I think flipping it and thinking about it in that perspective is is really good because it's nothing that you've done per se no um and I think that's the other mindset piece when it comes to marketing is that we attach too much emotion to our marketing I think in a way you know we make it about us um, far more than it actually needs to be about us as well would you would you agree with that absolutely um oh look and I just recently branded my car and um I would have happily driven around in a branded car for any other business that I'd worked for without flinching but Like, you know, particularly if I was in a job and someone gave me a brand of car, okay, sure, no worries. But I put off branding my own car because I felt exposed. Mm. I felt like that's my business baby on the outside. Yeah. You know, it's just some, it's just a logo and some graphics. It's not, I haven't got my face plastered all over it. Um, yeah. But it did feel, it's, I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago that I did it. I'm still getting used to it. But it was, it's interesting that it took me, quite a long time to get to that point to decide to do that because yeah I think it's because we when it's our own business and we put Mm. our heart and soul into everything that we do it is very personal so yeah that's definitely Mm. um something that we need to work on is thinking about things that happen in business even though it's even though our business is personal to us the things that happen around our business and the decisions people make you know, to unsubscribe or whatever, it's not, it's not actually personal. It's not because they don't think you're a good person or a nice person or it's nothing. It's not even about you as a person. It sometimes is about them having too many emails or, um, and wanting to simplify their systems or knowing that they follow you on social media anyway, and knowing that they, they find out what's going on that way. 
So, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or they just don't need that kind of help at that moment in time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. So yeah. so let's jump into um, the strategy side of marketing. So one of the things that I think people find quite hard is, you know, we talk a lot about strategy. So you need this strategy, that strategy, whatever it might be, you know, it's all got, we've got to have strategy in place. But I think that from a conceptual perspective, it's quite hard to get our heads around what strategy actually is so what I'd really like to do is to break down what actually is a marketing strategy so can you you know help us with that absolutely so yeah I find that strategy is a word that gets bandied around and people kind of think yeah the strategy I'm using is blah 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 and they it's kind of it's like marketing speak you know (laughs) like it's yeah people like to say that they're using strategies and but I think In my opinion, the simplest way to understand what strategy is, is it's the how. It's how you are going to do things in your business. So it's how you are going to market. So um, I um, do a lot of work with marketing planning with my, um, my members in my group. So we talk about goals to start off with. We have goals, which are long term aims that you want to accomplish. And from there, we move down to our objectives. So they're the specific achievements that will help us achieve our goals. So everything works backwards. So with objectives, I like to talk about smart objectives. Um, So specific achievements that will achieve our goals. And then the next thing down is strategy. So that is how we are going to achieve our objectives that will achieve our goals. So that's, that's the how. And then we get into the tactics. And often, I, this is what I see a lot of. People go, I'm going to do some marketing. I Okay, great. So we need to make more sales. That's their goal. They haven't been specific about it. They've just got, we've got to make more sales. And they yeah. jump straight down to tactics. And they say, let's advertise on Facebook. Yeah. And to me, you've missed two vital steps. The figuring the specifics out with the objectives of exactly what you want to want to do and then the strategy which is how so the marketing tactics they're the tools and activities that use strategy to achieve our objectives yeah um i've got an example the best example (laughs) i try to relate it to things that people can understand so say my goal is to become a runner definitely not me I have tried running it. I'm really <laughs> not built for speed or endurance. Um, but say I wanted to become a runner. That's my goal. So my objective is more specific. I'm going to run 21 kilometers on the 25th of January. Okay, so I've got specific objective. Yeah. So I could just start then putting my runners on um, and going around the block a few times. That would yeah. be jumping straight into my tactics. But instead, I know I'm going to be far more um, uh, likely to have success with this goal of becoming a runner if I actually have a strategy. So what is my strategy? You know what? I'm going to get a running buddy for accountability. That is how I'm going to achieve my objectives and my goals. So that running buddy for accountability will actually make sure that I can actually stick at this goal. Um, I'm also going to sign up to a running group because I know I get training, support, and nutrition advice. So they are the strategies that I'm using to become a runner. 
if I had just decided to become a runner and now I need to run three or four times a week, I'm much less likely to have success with that. So then the tactics that flow on, so these are the tactics, use your strategy to achieve your objectives, which reach your goal. So the tactics would be, you know, I'm running three or four times a week with my buddy. I'm following a training schedule to build endurance. I'm eating healthy and following the nutrition plan that I got for my running group, you know, and I participate in the group training in the running group. You can see how I'm actually going to achieve my goals of becoming Mm. a runner and actually running that 25K, sorry, that 21K on the 25th of January. It's going to be so much easier to achieve. Um, Yeah, yeah, so I find thinking about it like that really helps. Um, Definitely thinking about strategy as how. Yeah, I think that's that's right, isn't it? I love I love that example because it breaks it down really simply to into the how, so the strategy, and then also, okay, so what what am I doing? So the doing part being being the tactics essentially. Yeah. And and like I say, I see it a lot. And I think it's it's also because figuring out strategy can be a little bit confusing. Yeah. It can be a little bit um I'm not really sure what it means. And so I'm just going to skip that and I'm just going to do what I've seen other people do, which is go on these platforms or advertise on this uh, printed media or I'm, I'm just going to launch straight into the um, into the tactics. But by, by doing the strategy and actually figuring out how we want to do something, and I often talk about it with clients with regards to how they want to grow their business rather than just putting things out there, they can grow in a way that they don't want to grow you know, or yeah. start um, promoting things that aren't in their best interest to actually grow the business strategically. So, yeah, definitely getting really clear at that strate- strategy stage can make such a difference. And it actually makes choosing which tactics, which activities to do so much easier. Mm. You know, I've had, um, I had a client that uh, she was always being approached about advertising in certain publications. But when she actually did the work and looked at how she wanted to grow her business, she realized that that side of her business did not need promotion because all the stuff she was already doing organically, her emails or social media, it was bringing in enough work. So she didn't actually need to promote that service. She needed to promote a different service. And so that's how she was going to grow her business by by yeah. growing that particular service not this other one and what it meant was when she would be approached this is um by wedding magazine companies because she's a um a business that has a uh, an event venue um like a wedding venue she was able to say thanks for the for the offer i don't need it i don't yeah. need to advertise Whereas often people just feel pressured that they need to make these decisions about where to advertise or spend money. But actually, if you have a strategy, it all becomes clearer and you can actually say yes to the right stuff and say no to the rest of it. And I think that's quite um, empowering to be able to go, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I can say no to that. Yeah. Yeah, completely. I think that's the word that came to mind when you were talking about it is it's really empowering when you actually sit down to work out where you actually want to go so what is it that I actually want to achieve and then and how am I going to figure out the best way to achieve that you know what is going to be the most effective way for me to hit those goals with my marketing 
so much else becomes a lot clearer and easier and that it takes the weight off your shoulders in terms of some of those decisions, like you said, that you've got got to make because it, it becomes much more black and white. You know, yes, this this is a good opportunity. No, that opportunity doesn't align with where I'm heading at the moment. So I'm going to say no to it. And that also takes the um, the personal side out of it. Yeah. It's not, I'm saying no to you and your opportunity. I'm saying for my business, it doesn't make any sense to do that. This is a really easy decision for me. You don't have yeah. to, you know, I know sometimes people struggle with that, um, with saying no or, or, you know, thinking that they're missing out on opportunities because they're not taking them up or whatever. But it actually just becomes just a business decision. It's just really clear. Like, I don't need to grow that. I don't need to spend money on ads in that publication. It's it's That's all it is. Great publication. Love what you do. But I don't need it. Yeah, completely. And I think that if you, if you don't have those goals and objectives, you know, if you're not sure where you're trying to get to, then what happens is you end up throwing spaghetti at the wall in terms of all the different tactics that you're going to try. And that's what leads to a lot of overwhelm in business and I think certainly from from my experience of working with with clients when they have been feeling overwhelmed about having to do all the the different things it really comes down to actually not knowing exactly where they're wanting to go not not being completely clear on it, in my case, you know, what they want to be known for, um, yes. you know, and, and where they're wanting to to take their, their business. And it means that they don't have a clear idea of what it is that they actually want to be talking about. Um, and it's exactly the same with, you know, your, your specific marketing tactics that you're using. You know, if you don't know where you're going, what you want to be known for, what your goals are, then you're just going to be throwing all sorts of tactics out there and trying so many different things. And you're not going to get that flow and momentum going in, in, in a way that's actually going to be beneficial to your business. Absolutely. And then even with the types of so even just deciding what activities to do, but then knowing what to do in those activities. So say you're doing email marketing, what are you going to put, what copy, you know, you work with clients in this space, what copy are you going to put on your website? What are the messages that you're getting across in your social media? If you don't have that clear strategic direction, then that is when you say, I don't know what to post online. I don't know what to write a blog about. Um, when I first started moving into that um, coaching space rather than the done for you side of things in my business, mm -hmm. I had to stop delivering content, which told people how to um, fix something in their social media, you know, yeah. like fix um, like social media tips and tricks. That's yeah. yes, I can absolutely give. And this is the kind of advice I give clients when we're working together if they need help on something, I can always give them some feedback on that. But that is not what I wanted to be known for. And that is not how I wanted to grow my business. And so, mm. you know, when people go, um, I don't know what to post on social. I don't know what to put on email. Honestly, it does all come back to strategy as well. Like just figuring out how you want to grow, where you want to grow. And then being, it just makes it so much clearer um, yep. to decide how you're going to speak. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think just just spending that time to sit down and really work through your strategy, you know, is such worthwhile time. I know that, you know, we're all so strapped for time and resource and that sort of thing. But actually sitting down and working through what some goals are that you want to achieve, um, you know, even if it's for for a, a 90 day sprint, for example, um, I think is just so worth worth doing because it saves you so much time in in the back end you know it saves you so much energy and overwhelm and all the rest of it because you're just so much much clearer essentially yes and then when you sit down at your desk ready to say you know you've you've allocated some time this is what I do to uh, suggest for clients is that they actually book in time to work on their marketing and this is one of the ways in which you can show up and be more consistent and with with doing marketing is actually making it part of your week and maybe it's Tuesday mornings maybe it's Thursday afternoons you always work on your marketing and so when you sit down to do that you actually and you know you need to work on some social media you need to write a blog you might need to respond to a few different things you know what you need to be saying because you've got a plan for how you're going to be uh, marketing your business over that period or you've got specific products or services that you're really wanting to push and then you know the type of language in which you can use and the type of messages um, that will you need to be talking about and so it, it actually makes sitting down at your desk to do the marketing so much more time effective you know you're actually mm-hmm. making far better use of your time because you know what you need to be saying so when it comes to creating sort of a marketing approach for your business what is the best approach for us to take so that we can start marketing in a more consistent, sustainable way that's going to help us to grow, but that really aligns with who we are as as business owners and our values? So the only way for us to be um, consistently showing up and for it to be sustainable is if it's authentic. You know, you cannot... Um, continue to show up in ways that doesn't that don't feel right for you so one of the things I like to work on with clients um is uh brand strategy and I know that um you're pretty passionate about this as well so yeah um really um knowing that you know your brand is more than just your logo your name or your slogan it's the entire experience your prospects and customers have with your company so you have to really think about what your brand stands for what does it aspire to be you know, what are the values that your business stands for? And when we're really clear on those, they help determine, you know, what we believe in, how we behave and what we stand for. And so that actually helps us to show up in a way that is authentic. So, you know, you think about, um, particularly with your values, like, uh, you know, the unique ways that you deliver value within your products and services. So having clarity around the messaging will help you determine how to show up in a way that is authentic. So, you know, if you are targeting um, a young demographic with a um, makeup product, you know, you're going to have to show up differently for your brand than if you are a service provider selling insurance. You know, you need to, so it's what your brand and your business, where it sits, but it's also thinking about your audience and what will resonate with them Mm, um and so it can be quite hard if potentially what would resonate with your audience doesn't feel 
right to you. And so that yeah. takes a little bit of adjustment and figuring out. But I do find that in general, you know, people are running businesses that they are passionate about and that are aligned with their own personal values. And then those values also align with your audience. So the ways in which you show up will work. An example, um, there's a business called Remarkable Minds. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, they're a New no. Zealand business. Um, they talk a lot about dyslexia and they have been showing up doing TikTok. I'm not sure if it's just TikToks. I've definitely seen reels that they've been doing and they are fabulous. They are talking to camera, talking about living with um, ADHD or dyslexia and as an adult. And then the way that they're doing that is just literally through talking through in a reel so they're showing up on Instagram and they're um, putting a face and um, creating connection between adults living and, you know, working with dyslexia mm. and ADHD. I just think it's really cool to see what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing as well is is leaning into what you enjoy doing most as well in marketing. That's true. Although I have also seen with clients, I think, Sometimes what happens with email marketing is people don't like getting emails themselves and um, particularly maybe e-commerce businesses. Um, I've had a couple of clients, one, uh, a shoe store that I've worked with and the owner doesn't really love getting emails herself and she wasn't overly keen on sending them out. Um, and so I get that. And then so doing her emails weren't something that she was finding that fun to do. Um, however, once she gave it a go, what she realized is she was making sales mm. from those emails. You know, her shoes are stunning and people, her audience love the shoes. And so it's, sometimes we have to get over um, some of those things that we don't want to do um, because it is actually really can be really successful for our business. But if it, I do find that if there are certain marketing activities that you really hate doing that potentially that is something that you should outsource to someone else um mm. you know it might yeah. be that you look after everything else but you know what I know emails create sales I just don't want to do them and and yeah. that is where you can work with an expert um to deliver them in much shorter time frame and more professionally probably than you could do yourself so that is where it's a, a good option yeah that's a really good point and I think but it raises again that question of Actually, if you, you're feeling like that, say, let's take email marketing as, a, as an example, because we know it's one that a lot of people, you know, have this, this struggle around. And I think it is about also sitting down and asking ourselves, what is it about this particular platform or this particular type of marketing that doesn't feel right to me? Um, mm. and and why and digging into that because quite often it is it is around that mindset piece and working through it and, and asking ourselves you know why is and, and looking at it from that truth perspective is it true that everyone hates getting marketing yes. emails is it true that I am being salesy by sending these marketing emails? So working through it from that perspective is a really important thing to do because I think when we can break down some of those mindset barriers around some of these marketing activities, then it enables us to actually go ahead and do it and then begin to enjoy it because we actually see that we're starting to get some results and it might be 
people emailing back to say, hey, that was a really good email or hey, this came at really the right time because I was just thinking about this or hey, you know, like actually I really needed to hear your message today. But actually sitting down and asking ourselves why it feels so hard is is a really important thing to do. Yeah, and a couple of things I, I like to talk to people about around this mindset about showing up and sharing things and, and sending emails and all that stuff is um, one is being of service. So mm. people are engaging with your business because they like what you do. As I said, they don't tend to watch content or open emails from people that yeah. they're not interested in. Yeah. And then so when we're selling is is actually in marketing is actually being of service to those people in your audience so while we may have some hang-ups about pushing our say you know our our business onto people through email they actually see that email and say that's brilliant I needed that I'm so glad I got that reminder Mm. so definitely thinking about it from a place of being of service is helpful Um, the other thing is to definitely look at that feedback Look at your customer feedback, your testimonials, the, the texts, the responses you get from people, because that is proof of what that what you do matters. That yeah. you know that you have got something of value to share with the world, and you need to keep doing that because there's more people out there like your amazing customers you've already had. So it's it's kind of reminding ourselves of those things now and now and again. There are times that you know, potentially a platform or a type of marketing is just not in alignment with our values and our business. So, um, and that is where we look at it from a really strategic perspective and say, is this aligned with with what we believe in as a business and what feels right? And sometimes, you know, it's a no, but other times, like you say, it's that mindset block um, holding us back. Yeah, is this is this the most effective use of my time to be marketing in this particular space? Um, or am I better putting the energy and work that it would take to be here? Is it better to actually put it over here instead or double down on this particular thing that I'm already doing? So it's making those strategic decisions. And, and like we talked about earlier, it's really hard to make those decisions if you actually don't know the goals that you've you're yes. wanting to set for yourself or where you're actually trying to, to get to in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So coming back to marketing planning, it can sound boring and it can sound overwhelming. Like you say, it's, you know, taking time out of your business to, to work on this stuff can be challenging, but you can see that it actually has such a big flow on effect on all your marketing decisions and, and just gives you that clarity about where you can, what you can be doing. It just makes, it makes all those decisions so much easier. Mm. And one of the things that I really love talking about is around personality and bringing your person, being yourself in your marketing, letting your personality shine out, because it's one of the ways that I believe we can really stand out now online and is another way to help us become remembered, essentially, because people remember us for, you know, who, who we are. So what do you say to clients when they come to you and they sort of have reservations about maybe showing up as themselves online? Well, I think it's important to realize that we don't have to show our entire life online Mm. and all our, 
deepest, darkest secrets or uh, yeah. um, insecurities or anything. And, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to be sharing everything yeah. to share our personality. So you can decide which parts that you keep to yourself and it might be you never show your family, but you may talk about having a family because that connects with your audience who are also, you know, mums or, or parents, you know. Um, so you can talk about um, having a family without putting pictures of your kids over everything. You know, yes. you can um, mention that it's school holidays and you're doing this or you might have a picture of the back of the kids walking in the, um, like it might be a story and you're out and about doing something and you can see little kids' feet or something. Like you don't have to show everything. So I think it's yeah. just being selective about what we show. The other thing is um, I think it's it's getting used, it's showing up in a way that you're okay with. And um, I I was talking with some of my members recently and trying to encourage them to do more stories um, to get that behind the scenes feel um, of their business. Because once again, people don't bother watching stories unless they're interested in what you do. Not all your followers will watch your stories. The ones that do are really interested. So what can you share with them from behind the scenes in a way that feels right? And I said, you know what, if it feels better to you to put a filter on, Maybe it's a silly filter um, and that helps you show up more easily, do it. And maybe yeah. that's something you become known for if that really aligns with you. Maybe you're a, um, a Mickey Mouse fan and you find this Mickey Mouse filter and you always do your stories in Mickey Mouse. I don't know. Yeah. But there are ways <laughs> in which you can have some fun with it and, exactly. and be your authentic self. I also um, try to remind people that it doesn't, it doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah, you know, um, when we're showing up and being our authentic selves, it doesn't need to be perfect. So, um, I wear mo makeup most days, um, and so that's just me and my how I am. But um, you know, sometimes I do show up on stories looking a little rough, and um, I think that's okay too. And it, but it takes time. You don't start off being confident or capable. Not not sorry, I shouldn't say not capable, but. You don't start off feeling okay with it. It takes time. So I just think yeah. small steps. Show up in ways which feels okay to you and start doing it more and it will get easier. So, um, you know, one of my clients was like, oh, I do lots of really interesting things in the weekend and and I don't really think, I'm always like, should I share it? Should I? And I'm like, don't overthink it. You know, yeah. you're, you, you're um, sharing what you do in your free time it helps people to get to know who you are as a person and that helps them connect with you. Um, yeah. I love to bake and honestly, the stories where I share any cakes that I've made or behind the scenes baking stuff get way more views than, you know, anytime I'm talking about marketing. I was, so. Yeah. I was just about to say, I've seen some of your cakes and they look amazing. Um, <laughs> so it's no wonder. Yeah. I love, like I love making more cakes. views and comments and things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> funny, right? Like, um, but yeah. it's just, I don't show every other thing that I'm interested in doing. And, and you yeah. know, I just, it's just one of the things, you know, it just helps. Sometimes it gives context into yes. who you are as a person and that helps share your values and who you are, you know, as a business. And, you know, sometimes I'll share things um, out for a walk after picking the kids up or dropping the kids off. And, and, and even just that, talking about that may be an example of how I'm making being a business owner work for me, yes. you know? So if we can think about what we share that that feels feels okay to us, we can just start building on that from there. 
Exactly. I think, yeah, thinking about the things that can help you to show your clients that you are relatable, essentially, to, to them. It's not about sharing every single thing online. It's actually just sharing the things that enable people to say, oh, hey, look, she's got that that interest, or I do that, or I'm quite interested in, in doing something like that. So I'll ask her about it. Yeah, or even that, you know, you don't want to decorate cakes yourself, but you like looking at other people's. Exactly. You know? so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wendy's posted a cake story. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's just, it. Just, just, and it just makes you that three dimensional sort yeah. of person, you know. And I think, I think it used to be that we, we kind of, uh, I think how we show up in business has really changed. It used to be a lot of fake it till you make it, and you wanted to mm. um, kind of have this pristine exterior of this is how I am in business and this is professional. And I think that that has really changed. And I think social Mm. media has had a lot to do with that. But I also think people want that reality and want to feel that who they are spending money with, whether it's big corporates or um, small, you know, family owned businesses, they want to know who the people are. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's that it's, Sorry, I was just going to say it's that kind yeah. of it's that sort of cliched saying, you know, people buy from from people essentially, and and they like to know who they are buying from. And you, for example, you can have two services that are exactly the same. You could be looking at buying from one of those people, but if you resonate with one person more than the other, you're going to go with the person that you resonate with the most. So it comes down to allowing yourself to to let your personality shine through and let you yourself sort of show some of those quirks, interests that you've got, so that people can begin to feel that connection with you or not. So it comes back again to yes. what we were talking about at the start is, you know, attracting your people to you or repelling people away from you. And I think in, in today's climate, and, you know, it's more important than ever before. We can't all just show up as... um like one dimensional businesses we need to be more than that because that is how you create cut through that is how um people are going to remember you and that is how you're going to um attract more of those right people so yeah I think in today's environment people research before they make purchasing decisions they look online they check out your social media they go on your website they read your about page they want to know what who who you are as a business. I do that every time before I, when I go on a website to, to find out about a business, whether it's mechanics or it's a, you know, a service yeah. provider I need for my business. I, I want to know who they are. And um, yeah, so if we can embrace that as business owners and, and get used to that, we can really um, help people to get to know us so much easier. Yeah, exactly. And so before you do head off, I always ask my guests three questions. Um, And so the first question is, what does being fierce in business mean to you? I think that for me, it means being fierce with how I want to run my business. So there we go. We're talking about strategy again, but being strategic about the decisions I make in my business and my life, I think when I first started my business as this little mini agency of one person. I believe success meant uh, a big office and a growing a team and becoming mm. an agency, um, you know, with big clients. But what I've 
discovered is my version of success is not that anymore. My version of success is actually quite okay with working from home, working with clients, because it's a strategic decision for my business, but also for my family. So deciding, you know, that balance of work and family, that is, that is how I am making decisions in order how I want to grow my business. So yeah, that's what I think it is for me. Amazing. And what is the impact that you're trying to make with your business? I uh, I really hate seeing business owners waste time and money on marketing that doesn't work. It, I, I just, I can't stand saying it. I really would much rather um, businesses get the support they need so that, you know, all the hard work they're putting in, all the effort, the sacrifices and the commitments, when they are trying to grow their business and do marketing, that they actually get the results they need. So the impact I'm trying to make is just, you know, using my skills and experiences and even my own failures um, in in business learnings to be able to help people to make better decisions that will help grow their business and save them time and money. Mm, Yeah, I love that. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And what about um, a piece of business advice that maybe you've been given um, throughout your business journey that's really had an impact on the way that you do business? Uh, so I've worked with Natalie Tolhoff um, on and off, um, amazing business coach based in Auckland. Yes, and she is. Yes. Uh, one of the things that um, she communicated with me was that I could let it be easy. Mm. I, I have a bit of a tendency to overcomplicate or um, make things harder than they need to be. I think it's some of those perfectionist tendencies that over-delivering or over complicating even delivering my services and once I discovered that if I let it be easy and um that it would still work fine so an example is when I first started up my group membership results club I thought I needed to have a perfect presentation every week for my um for my members um but as I got used to doing it and actually sort of you know Nat would remind me that I have the expertise and believe in myself. I know what I'm doing. So now I, I just talk about the topic really easily. And I don't, or I, sometimes I have a presentation, but I don't have to do, spend an hour on a presentation before. So deciding to just almost like own my expertise and um, make choices that are actually simpler um, mm. has been really game changing rather than thinking I needed to always be doing all the things. Yeah, that's that's so interesting, isn't it? Because I think that we do think, and again, it's that mindset piece that yeah. business business has to be hard. Um, you know yeah. that you know we if we're going to earn money, then you know we've got to work hard to get that money, and so that means we've got to supply all the things in perfect form, and you know what we and perceive to be perfect form, I should say. So yeah, yeah. that's that belief around um, if people are paying me for this then it needs to be a certain way. Whereas actually when yeah. people choose to work with um, an expert in a, in a field, they're, they're choosing to work because of your expertise, choosing to work with you because of your expertise. Mm. And it's about exactly. owning that. And that's just a journey. I think that's just, just it takes time. Yeah, it sure, yeah, it sure does. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and so you've got results club, um, opening very soon, I believe. So do you want to just let my listeners know about that? Yeah, so Results Club is my um, group marketing membership. Um, 
basically I know people are spending time and money on their marketing and I just want to help them get better results from that time and effort they're putting in. So um, it's a group membership. It is the doors open on the Tuesday, the 25th of October. Um, and they'll be open until the 3rd of November. So I'm welcoming new members to join us. It is all about coaching, co-working and community. So um, supporting members to, um, to get stuff done. So we have uh, mm. weekly group coaching, uh, weekly accountability and co-working session. And we also have, you can get personalized feedback on your project. So after the group coaching session each week, um, there's office hours where you can actually say, Wendy, can you have a look at this? You know, wow, I'm okay. struggling with this. Have a look. And then, you know, the other members give wonderful feedback as well. Um, and I'm able to go, oh, this is a really good thing to show. And I'm able to show everyone else, you know, maybe it'll inform a coaching session for the next week. Or it'll just give someone the feedback they need so that they can actually finish that project, put it out there and start getting results from it. So, um, yeah, yeah we have a Facebook great. group community. I have an online vault, which has just been uh, glamorized up in Kajabi, which is exciting. And nice. um, yeah, so uh, results club membership is uh, 300 plus GST a month. And like I say it's open until the 3rd of November. So cool. if people want to find out more, they're welcome to follow me on social media and um, jump on my website as well. Awesome. I was going to say, I'll put the link to it in the, the show notes. And yeah, where can people find you if they want to come and find find out more about the Results Club or come and hang out with you? Well, it's, as we are talking about, you don't have to show up everywhere. Um, my favorite online uh, base for business is Instagram at this stage. Um, I'm really enjoying the genuine, authentic connection I get with people on Instagram. Mm. So I, my business, Zigzag Marketing, is on at, at zigzagmarketing.wendy. It's the same handle on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. And my website is www.zigzagmarketing.co.nz. Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much. It's been such a treat talking with you. Oh, thank you. And thanks so much for having me here to talk about marketing. I love it. Um, and really enjoying listening to your podcast too and all the, all the great oh, stuff you're sharing. You. Well, I hope you found this episode valuable. I would love to know what your key takeaway was. And if you enjoyed it, please feel free to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram stories. You can tag me in at the Hayley Maxwell. It just helps other people to discover the podcast because it might be something that they can get great learnings from too. Now, I always welcome feedback as well, so please don't be shy to pop me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you thought, what other content or topics that you might want me to cover. And if you don't want to miss out on future episodes, hit the subscribe button in your favourite podcast player. And until next time, go forth and be fierce.